Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome. If you like what you hear and see, please subscribe to the Be Your Own Kind YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the podcast, please follow me. Also in the description box, you can find my Linktree link to all Be Your Own Kind related matters, such as the BYOK merch, where we sell items from t-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, and mugs. Also, you will find our website and the links to my social media. Also, we are always looking to collaborate with others, such as business owners, vloggers, bloggers, or just if you simply want to share your story. Last but not least, if you are looking to promote your business, Be Your Own Kind will gladly promote you. If you are interested in details, please email me at info at beyourownkind.com. Thank you for tuning in and for supporting the Be Your Own Kind platform. Hi lovelies, how has 2021 been? I would quite say that it has been as eventful as 2020 with a hint of subtlety, just a very small dash. My hopes for you is that you are finding ways to de-stress and taking out time for you. Self-care is very important and we have to make sure we are still pouring into ourselves. Did you know that stress is rumored to be the number one killer? When we don't take the time to de-stress and let go, it can affect us mentally and then transition to our physical health. Today, we meet with our guest Edmund Lee as he shares with us a story of how a stressful job gravely affected his health. He talks about how he looked within to decrease stress and regain his physical health. Edmund Lee is the upcoming author of the book, Ed is Pain Free. His book will detail how he went from debilitating pain to being pain free. He has also dedicated his life to help others identify their stresses to regain their life. All right, you guys, let's take flight. Treasure Glitz customizes stem and stemless glasses, mugs, shot glasses, you name it. I love showing off my personalized glasses. She has customized glasses for personal use and even for the Be Your Own Kind podcast. Customized drinkware is great for standing out at your event or relaxing in style at home. So order your item by calling or texting 708-299-7555 or by visiting the Treasure Glitz Facebook page. Today, thank you for being a guest on the BYK podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am uh, I'm an author of the upcoming book, Ed is Pain-Free, and that's where I share the story of how I went from debilitating pain to being pain-free. So the thing about my journey is that it's a little bit unusual in that I experienced debilitating pain at the age of only um, at the age of only 32. And then so pretty much what I do in the book and also what I what I'm the message I'm sharing is how I actually went from debilitating pain to pain free. And so I share what happened to me, what I believe actually caused it. And then also the steps that I took to heal myself over the years after searching and experimenting with different things. Wow. So when is the when is the book scheduled to release? It should be sometime this year. So. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. You said you're still writing it. Yes, I'm still writing it right now. OK, cool, cool, cool. I'm looking forward to that. I want to hear. Okay. I want to know your full story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, you just indicated that um, you did you you grew ill at 32, and on your website um, it said that you felt like you were trapped in a 70 year old body. Yes. Um, what do you think uh, were the main stresses that affected your health? It was a couple of things, but uh, let me let me start with the story um, first and foremost. So okay. what happened was in 2014, right? I was at the age of 30, so my health was perfect. Okay, okay. I was healthy. I felt great. And then what happened was I got into the dry cleaning business. And so when I got into the dry cleaning business at age 30, there was, um, the environment was very I'd say toxic. You know, there was a lot of lying, manipulation. Uh, it's just a very stressful environment that the people that I was around and just the, the work environment in general. Yeah. And so what happened was I was, I was in that environment and I was working and working and working and I was just kind of pushing through it. And so it wasn't until, I didn't really notice any physical pain or anything like that until two years later, until I got to the age of 32. And so it was at the age of 32 that the actual physical symptoms started to kick in. So what happened was like my body started to get really, really weak. You know, I would have muscle and just joint pain on a daily basis. So I would feel it in my legs. I feel it in my hips. I feel it in my, my back area, my mm. arms. So everything would just be tight. And even when I was moving around, you know, it's like, it's almost like I was walking around like the, like the Tin Man. And so I struggle with like the most basic of movements, you know, just getting out of bed in the morning or, you know, getting into the car or getting out of the car or standing up. Like, for example, if I was uh, getting on the ground and I was picking something up, right, then I would have a I would have a hard time just getting back up and standing up. And so just those are some of the things that I went through, you know, the I went through at the age of 32 that I noticed that I didn't have two years previous when I started the business. And so, um, so a few other things that were happening was like, so those were the symptoms and then it just started getting worse with time. So, you know, I would have like back stiffness where like I'd be like, you know, just yelling in pain because it hurts so much. And then like um, my neck, right? Literally my neck, like this is my normal range of motion right now where I can go like, like that, right? Left, and then I can turn this way. So at one point in time um, while I was working, like this was the only motion I could do right here. Like, I was literally like, okay, <laughs> I'm helping customers. I, I'm moving around in the business. It's like, I, I can't rotate my head. And like, I knew that something was wrong. And it's like, I could not pinpoint what it was. And so that, that, like, just imagine like how difficult it is not to be able to turn your head like this. Right. Yeah. And so like, another thing was like, even like the morning times, you know, the morning times were the worst. You know, it's like, I, I wake up in the morning, the alarm would be ringing, right? And, and me, you know, I don't, I don't put the alarm next to me because if I put the alarm next to me and like I hear it, I'm going to hit like, okay, snooze, you know, snooze. <laughs> so I make sure to put that alarm, you know, a little bit far away. And so like the thing is, you know, I wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, the, the alarm's ringing. It's like, oh, I got to get out of bed. But, you know, I can't get out of bed. You know, I kind of like, ah. Uh. <laughs> so I have to like kind of, I have to kind of roll off, you know, roll off the bed a little bit so that my knees are on the ground. And then like my, my chest and my arms are still on the bed. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I get up? How do I get off this bed? And how do I get to that alarm clock that's that's ringing? And so it's just this like, it was this long process where it's taking me like at least one, two, three minutes just to like roll off my bed and then get on my knees and then have my arms on the bed and then to somehow lift myself up to get on the ground. And then once I'm like vertical and I'm standing, right? Now I actually got to still walk to the alarm clock to turn it off. But it's in the morning, so my body's so stiff that 
you know, I'm literally like, um, like taking baby steps just to get to alarm clock. So I don't know if like you seem like uh, somebody in their 70s. That's why I say like, you know, I felt like I was trapped in a 70 year old body is because it was times like that in the morning when I'm waking up. It's like, how do I get to alarm? And I'm just like, kind of like moving little by little baby steps. And it's like, I'm, st I'm stiff as crazy oh, just man. trying to get there. And so that's why I say, you know, it's like I felt like I was trapped in a 70 year old body that I just didn't recognize at all. And, you know, and so during that period of time, you know, I lost a ton of weight also just because of um, what was happening, both the physical pain and then also the emotional and the mental pain from the work environment that I was in mm -hmm. and just all the circumstances that I was surrounded by. And so that was all the, the physical pain that I was dealing with. But that doesn't even that doesn't even cause um, that doesn't even cover the emotional pain that I was dealing with as well. And so, did you want me to dive more into it, or do you have other? Oh uh, well, well, but question: Did you go to the doctor? Like, what were they saying when you went to the doctor? You know what? I was not. Um, I, I was visiting a few different people actually. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't visit the doc because I was working. So because of the circumstances, I was working. I was working around the clock. You know, I was working from from morning time until nighttime. So that was one of the things that made it a little bit more challenging was that because of the circumstances, I, I wasn't really um, able to go out and, and get a lot of, get too much help. Um, I was able to see, you know, chiropractors. I was able to get massage, you know, get massages on a, on a weekly basis. And I was able to do a couple of other things as well. But, you know, what I found was that, you know, none, none of those really, really helped me. Mm -hmm. So, so for example, I was seeing, I was seeing a chiropractor, I was seeing my chiropractor once or twice a week and I was getting regular adjustments and then massages. But the thing is like, he'd adjust me and then I get the massages, right? And then like, I, I feel a little bit better. But then after like a day or two later, it, the, the stiffness and the pain, it would kind of set back in again. And then I'd be like, oh, what's happening? So it so was more like temporary, a, temporary um, relief and then it would just return. Right, it was more temporary. So when did you realize that it wasn't physical and that it was mental and emotional stress? No, I didn't realize I didn't realize that until about actually what happened was I didn't it wasn't until I got better that I that I looked back on my on my on my journey, right? And I was like, okay, I know what happened. It's like I know what caused my physical pain. It was the emotional pain that I experienced and also the mental pain I experienced from the business. Whereas when I was in the midst of, um, when I was in the midst of my pain, right? I couldn't figure it out. And that's why, so the pain started at 32, right? And so literally from the age of 32 all the way until the age of 35, 36, right? All I did was I was just looking for, um, I was looking for solutions. So I was trying out anything and everything. And so, I have a long list of different things I did, you know, chiropractic, massage, acupuncture. Uh, I was doing rolfing. I was doing alpha biotics. I was changing my diet. I was doing intermittent fasting. I was, um, wow. I was, I was doing detoxing. I was drinking a ton of smoothies and greens and juicing. And I was, it, there's so many that, you know, I was trying any and all modalities at that point. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, they worked and then they didn't work. So it would work and then I get really encouraged. I'd be, I'd be like, okay, great, this is working. 
But then it's like after a week, maybe after they might be good for a few days or maybe even like a week or two later. And then boom, you know, like a pain, a pain would happen. Like the neck pain would happen. It's like, okay, I can't move anymore. Or, you know, the stiffness would come back or all of a sudden I'd be, you know, I'd be walking really slow again. And so that's what I did for a good three, four years where I was just trying anything and everything to find the solution. And so the turning point happened when, when I started incorporating um, more emotional work. So uh-huh. when I started, when I started um, doing more of the internal work to uncover what was happening. Now, I didn't, back when this happened, right, I didn't really think that this was a solution uh, for right. me. Because I was still focused so much on the physical, on the physical body and trying to, trying to fix it. But it was at that, you know, after a few years of doing this, you know, and nothing really working, it's, you get to the point where it's just like, you know what, I'm going to try anything. Right. And so that's what I did. So I started focusing on the, um, the emotional aspect because you have to get, you know, it's like in addition to the, the physical pain that I was experiencing um, at the dry cleaners, the other thing that I was experiencing was like my mind was, it was constantly like racing. Like it was racing like a thousand miles per hour. Like literally it felt like I was in like um, fight or flight mode when I was at work. Like there was so much work to be done that like, that like I'd always be looking at the front door of the workplace. And like every time a customer would walk in, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's like, and that, that sounds kind of weird, but like, you have to get like, you know, the, our store was really, we had multiple stores, but our store was really busy. I was averaging over 120 new customers a month, right? Mm-hmm. In addition to all the customers we already had. And so, you know, like the store is busy, you know, you're answering phone calls, you're, you know, you're handling stuff on the computer, you know, inquiries on the computer, and then you're mm-hmm. prepping the clothes and then you're organizing things. And then you're still helping customers also. And then with, with dry cleaning, you know, you have to like inspect all the clothes right. and, you know, check for stains and all those type of things. And then even when the clothes come back all clean, you got to check them to make sure they're still correct, that the count is correct. And then that way you, you put them where they're supposed to be. And um, so this was all part of my daily duties that I was doing, right? right. Not but, to mention dealing with personalities. <laughs> exactly. <the> personalities. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why I say, you know, I'd be looking at the front of the store and I'd be like, please don't come, you know, please no more customers, no more, no more. <laughs> Cause I'm like still moving around really, really slow, you know? And so that's where the, you know, I was like, oh, I was in fight or flight mode. And it's like, my mind's kind of going crazy. You know, it's like racing at a thousand miles per hour. And like, I'm just like, no, I got to get my work done because if I don't get my work done, I won't be able to go home. Right. And so that was the thing that I was like, you know, that's not right. You know, it's like, it's like my, my, that's not right that my that I'm that I'm viewing my customers at the dry cleaner in that manner where it's like I'm hoping that they don't come in the door and that's when I knew something was wrong you know it's like hey you know it's like I know I got physical pain but like hey you know like emotionally and also mentally it's like it's like I shouldn't be viewing them in that light right so you come to work and love what you do it shouldn't be a chore like (laughs) exactly right yeah. So what did you start doing to tackle your emotional stress? Well, I did a, I did a couple of different things. Um, let's see what we got. I started, I, there's different exercises that I started seeing different practitioners and I, I started reading a lot of different books and just experimenting. Mm-hmm. And so 
What I found eventually was I started finding different techniques and modalities that were that were able to allow me to kind of、um, tap into whatever the, the emotions that were going on, and then from there I was able to tune in and tune in on it, and then just kind of release it. And so that's actually kind of、um, that's that's part of the the strategies I use today on the on my clients that I work on. It's the same. So pretty much what I do is anything that. Everything that worked on me, that's what I'm doing on my clients that I'm working with. So,、mm-hmm. like I spent years and years just trying out different you know, modality after modality after modality after modality. And so, for me, when I'm working with others, it's just finding the most direct path. That's what it is. Okay.、It's、direct path to to just minimize the amount of time to to get better. And so. That's what my program is. That's what that's what I created. Okay, so you're are you what is it a mental are you a mental health coach or what's what's your title? No, no, I'm not a mental health coach. No, <laughs> I say I work. <laughs> so it's、um, pretty much what it is. It's called Ed is pain free. It's how I healed my physical, emotional, and mental pain. Okay. And so what I use is I use a variety of strategies that worked on me, and I use it on other people. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. So you just help people. De-stress and figure out what the stressor is, and then you know I've heard of that before.、Um, I don't know.、Um, were, are you familiar with、um, when Raven Simone, like it was years back, she had lost a lot of weight, and everyone asked her how did she do it, and she said, "I just eliminated stress," and no one believes her. <laughs> 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 like, no, you went to the gym, you did something. No,、yeah. but I never think of how. But how people struggle with certain things like weight or certain things like mental health when it's something it could just be something in your life that's just pressing the button and it's constantly pressing it to the point where now it's affecting you physically, you know. So the concept of figuring out what is toxic in your life and eliminating in your life just start to align is not far fetched to me now. <laughs> You know, like when when that story happened, I'm like, yeah. But、um, I've read some stories、um, similar to yours, where it's like, yeah, you know, I was sick, but then I did this and this. I meditate, yoga, whatever, and and I'm aligned. And I'm like, what? <laughs> wow, just just a change of perspective, or just like I said, eliminating that bug, you know, in your life can just legit change it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so there are a lot of people that I mean, especially now with the pandemic and I don't know, just twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. You know, they're they're down for whatever.、Um, <laughs> what little tidbit would you have、um, for some for someone that is stressing out? You know, like a little daily tidbit that they can、um, utilize or a tool they can utilize to、um, combat that stress, like the daily stressors. Right, I would say it's. I would say gratitude, gratitude and love. But、yeah. the thing is that to somebody listening in, like if they're just hearing gratitude and love, that might not mean a whole lot to them because if they're if they're stressed out or they're in pain or something's bugging them and they hear gratitude, love, it's like they're like, come on, you don't know my situation,、right. crazy, right? Right. And so、um, I would say. And that was me back then too. I'd be like, you know, if somebody approached me back then when I was in, you know, I was in pain and I had anxiety and my mind was chattering like crazy and I was 
you know, I was angry and depressed and resentful. And they told me, hey, you know, just be, you know, just be gratitude, be grateful, you know, have joy, have more love. I'd be like, no, I, no, you're crazy. Go away now. <laughs> Get, <know>? out <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. And so what I discovered, what I discovered over the years, especially kind of like where I'm at right now, looking back, I discovered that in order to get to the point where you're grateful and you're joyful and you're, you know, just loving and you're in peace is not to focus more on the being loving and the joyful and, you know, and just be grateful. No, it's not that. The, the solution I found, at least for myself, was to figure out what the heck is causing me to, what, what the heck is the stressor? You know, what's causing me to feel depressed? What's causing me to feel, you know, anxious or fearful of what's happening? You know, especially with like 2020 and 2021 going on. You know, when I look back at 2020, that was actually my best year. You know, I was like, regardless of whatever was happening, I was, I was calm. You know, I was peaceful, joyful. That was my favorite year in the midst of everything that was going on. That might sound a little bit strange or unusual, but, but that's the truth. And the reason it was my best year, just like 2021, is because of all the, like everything that I did to fix myself, all the techniques and right. modalities I did on myself. And that's what I'm bringing to the table with everybody else that I'm working with. And so to kind of like tie it all back, you know, what, what I did exactly was, I wasn't focusing on the joy that I wanted, the gratitude, the peace. I was actually focusing on the emotions of, Okay, so for example, if somebody, if um, if I was fearful, right? If I was fearful, what, what was happening? Most people, would you say that they they try and like avoid the fear or they bury it, right? Right. Or they might push it away. So for me, no, I, I go head on at the fear. You you stare it in the you stare it in the face, mm. and then from there, you there, there's certain techniques. That, that I, you know, that, that, I, um, that I use with my clients, right? And then so through those techniques, you're actually able to, um, to, to blow out that energy completely. So if it's the fear, you blow out that energy. And so the thing is, as you, as you start to blow out the energy and get rid of the fear, as you start to get rid of the depression and the, you know, the fear, the anxiety, the resentment, right? Mm -hmm. Then once those disappear, then there's not as much stuff weighing the person down anymore. And so you have to think of it as, okay, you have, you have the, emo like, the emotions of love, joy, peace, gratitude. When you think of it, those, are, those emotions are much lighter, right? Right. And then when you have the anger and the resentment and the, and the fear and the despair, those, those feel a lot more heavy. And so one of the things that I do is I help, I help to release and I help the person identify what those are in their life what the trigger points are and just kind of and, and get rid of that and that way once they get rid of that then they're able to naturally feel more of those higher emotions you know joyful peaceful grateful and that makes a lot of sense because i believe and i'm not a mental expert but i believe sometimes triggers remain because of the act of avoidance what you just said like i'm fearful but i don't have time to go head on with that fear so i'm just gonna i'm gonna put it in the suitcase or i'm or you know i'm um i'm not confident about something so i don't have time to deal with that insecurity i'm just gonna put it in the suitcase and then you look up and you have like a whole um 
collection of suitcases of emotions that you've just packed away because you're you're focused on I I don't have time for that. I don't have time to deal with that. I have to I have to focus on what I'm doing. And you realize that you you're going through life, going through the motions pretty much. You're smiling, but on the inside you're about to explode, you know? Um so I think that's a a, a great perspective of sometimes well not sometimes we we avoid emotions but i feel like growing up um it was you don't have time to feel we you, you don't have time for your feelings you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta keep pushing you know and i and i'm thinking like now um in this age in this generation feelings are starting to matter you know like you, how you it's okay not to be okay you know so i i think that that's a a great tactic um, that you use on your clients to just focus, go head on on why you're feeling the way you're feeling, you know, in order to eliminate the trigger. So I think that's a pretty, right. yeah. Right. It's <laughs> even more important in this day and age. Um, right. And so going back to the emotions, each emotion, like depending on how long that emotion has been buried, it could be only like a past year or it could be something going back from like 10 years ago from maybe a relationship that somebody had a bad breakup or like a fight that they had with somebody or it could even be something back from like way back like in their childhood right so like if they're still holding on to that emotion you know from that like breakup or something like that right then that emotion is naturally when you know emotions lead to to thoughts that people have so that one that one emotion from maybe that breakup from a long time ago it could be leading to like hundreds if not thousands of different thoughts that are going through a person's mind and those thoughts could be like this year it could it, it could be over the course of like 10 15 20 years all these different thoughts and so what i do is you know if 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 a person can actually find the root of that emotion and eliminate it and and just like clear it clear it out completely then it'll eliminate all the all the thoughts that were created afterwards you know just the, the charge of it and the energy of it so that they're, they're not weighed down by it anymore yeah, you're just pulling out the root <laughs> right right exactly yeah yeah i like that so i know that um in in your in your practice uh, with ed is pain free what are the common internal and external stressors that in your opinion you feel um people have everybody about common internal and external stressors you mean yeah. like emotions or just like the events that are emotions, happening environment um things of that sort like what what types of things that you that you have found that um people are commonly stressed about it's a whole it's a whole spectrum you know whole spectrum but um i'd say the common ones are fear is a common one especially in this day and age it can be fear of anything, you know, it can be fear of the environment that we're dealing with right now, fear of uncertainty, just fear of the future. Um, hey, you know, am I going to be able to make enough money to pay my bills? Um, am I going to make enough money to be able to feed my family? Um, another one is, oh, hey, you know, fear of death. Oh, shoot. Am I going to die? Am I going to die? You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it, so that's just, you know, one of them right now. Um, another one might be anger or resentment like like for for example me right back back when i was at the dry cleaners i had a lot of anger and resentment and it's just like that that affected my that affected my life a lot you know to the point where like you know i'd be talking to somebody and the next thing i know it's like i'd just be blowing up at them you know it's like it would just be kind of like where did that come from it's like like, did they say something that really made me blow up (laughs) you know 
So did you? So when you realized there was the cleaners going back to that, did you just quit? No, actually, it, I, I didn't quit. No, um, I, I couldn't quit because of the environment that I was in. It was um, it, it was a certain dynamics that was involved where you know I was in there until and, until we what was it for however long it took or until we sold it. And mm-hmm. so the funny thing was, um, I had you know I had wanted to sell that business for a long. There was a lot of different personalities involved in that business. So it wasn't necessarily just my decision. It was like it was a it was a joint decision between different people. And so even though I I wanted to sell it, it didn't mean that necessarily that other people wanted to to sell it as well. And so um, and I and I knew this. And so that's why one of the interesting things that I that I did was um, I stopped. I, I decided that none of that stuff mattered anymore. I decided that I just focus on myself. You know, I focus on healing myself physically, emotionally, and mentally. And so that's what I did. So I stopped caring about any any drama that was happening in in the work environment, any of uh, things that were stressing me in the home, or with family, or any of that. And I just focused on myself, and I focused on healing myself. And what I found was that as I started to heal myself, so as I started to heal myself emotionally, mentally, emotionally and mentally, I started to get better physically. And so as I started to heal all those things that were weighing me down, that were keeping me heavy, that were keeping me back from being um, who I truly am, right? Somebody who's, who's filled with love, joy, gratitude, peace. Somebody who's here for a specific purpose to serve other people, to serve humanity. Um, once I did that, then things in my life started to change. So I got better emotionally. I got better mentally. Those thoughts disappeared. You know, mm-hmm. the, the mind chatter and the brain fog that I had and the negative thoughts that I had as a result of the emotions that, that were holding me down, those disappeared. And then my physical pain disappeared as well. You know, my neck pain, my back pain, the, the stiffness in my joints, all that, that disappeared as well. And then another thing that happened was my work environment changed as well. Magically, actually, we... Um, a buyer came in and they bought they bought our different locations and so here I was I, I was in a work environment that I wasn't happy with for years and then I start doing all this internal work emotional mental and the physical gets better and then my work environment changes as well hmm. and so that sold I got out you know and then here I am um, now I'm doing this and so the thing is back then you have to get that you know I, it didn't matter to me whether I was towards the end of my journey in the dry cleaners when I was working on myself. It didn't matter whether that business sold or not. It didn't matter whether I was still working there or not, because each day that I was going in, you know, I was I was happy. At least at the end of the business, I was happy. You know, when I was doing my work, it didn't matter that I was you know the same mundane work day after day after day, and it was the same long hours, and the customers would be coming in, you know, nonstop. Mm-hmm. My mentality changed at the end, where I was, I was happy. I was happy. It didn't matter what was happening. Hmm. It didn't matter that all around me there was chaos or the, the the pandemic was happening. You know, like even when I was helping, even when I was working with the customers, I had a smile on my face and I was grateful hmm. because every single I was grateful for every single one of them that came in because you know it's like I saw them as a human being. I saw them as an individual that I was connecting with, heart to heart. Right. And so it became more about the business. It became more about you know the connection with another individual and how I could serve them and help them. 
Man, that shows you how perspective is key. I always say that how you're invited, nothing changes, but you can be a different person in the same situation, all how you handle it or all how you think about it. You know, um, yeah, I always find that amazing how um, over time, like even through 2020, I had some time to do some self-reflection. And it's not that, you know, situations have changed, but what have changed is my thinking about it you know it's it's does do the things that bother me today even going to matter 10 minutes from now you know is it even isn't isn't even worth giving your energy to you know um just certain thought patterns like that kind of make you realize that life's not so bad <laughs> you know it's not as bad as as it seems and no it's never going to be perfect but there are some things that are controllable in life and that's how you think how you think about it and how you react to certain things you know you can always con- control your perspective in said situation you know you bet yeah so yeah i love this i love this so on byok we have a staple question for everyone um okay. and that question is if you can describe yourself in one word what would it be and why in one word yes okay. i would say it'll be love hmm. why and the reason is everything boils down to to love and i'd say that that's that's a reason for why i'm doing what i'm doing today it's for um, love love for others love for humanity but the thing is like I wouldn't have figured that out. I, I wouldn't have been able to to get to this point where, you know, I'm 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 able to serve other people from a place of love, unless I I love myself first, because everything start everything starts with self. And so it wasn't until I started working on myself and loving myself that I got to the point where, hey, you know, I can start. I have more to give. I can start loving other people, and I can start loving others. And so that's really why I'm doing what I'm doing today is because I, I look at the world today and I, I see a lot of stuff going on. You know, there's, there's a lot, there, there's a lot going on. And, and I don't see, it's, I see a lot, I, I, some people are, I see a lot of fear and, you know, angry, you know, anger and confusion as to what's happening in the world. And so the reason I do what I'm doing is this is my way to be able to make a difference in the world. If I can help just even one person, right, to be able to make that switch from the state, the lower state that they're in right now, mm-hmm. where they might be confused with what's happening in the world, or they might be a, a little bit, you know, angry with their their relationships or their family members, or maybe they're fearful of what's going on in the world, or they're fearful about like, hey, you know, how am I going to pay my bills? You know, like, what am I going to do? Those are six. Those are just examples. But if I can just help one person, you know, move from that point where they can release those and get to just get to a little bit higher point, then that's the way I'm going to help contribute to this world to be able to make a positive difference. Hmm. I like that. If I can just just touch someone. I like that. I love that. Are there, are there any um, upcoming projects that you have that you want to announce? Well, right now I got the upcoming book um, that that's that I'm writing right now, and that's going to detail everything that I did on myself. So that's going to detail my entire journey. That way, anybody can read that, and then they have access to all the things that I did, and so that you know they can they can just do it on themselves. 
But right now, I'm also doing a、uh, beta program for coaching. So that's where I'm already coaching individuals, and I'm trying everything that I tried on myself out on other people. And so I'm at the early stages of that. And so I'm having great results so far in terms of the people that I'm working with. So, you know, one person I already, you know, she came to me for like brain fog and like she had memory issues for the past 10 years, you know, after two sessions that we got that cleared out. And so、wow. now she's, yeah. And so that was holding her back from、um, taking on new projects at work. Just having that confidence to be able to take on a project because she didn't have that before because she didn't trust her memory. And so after just two sessions, you know, she was able to clear that. And then so we, we figured out what the source of that was. And then so now she has the confidence that she's actually taking on more projects now and then she's able to generate more money as a result of having that confidence. Or like another person, you know, he was like、um, in his practice, he had a lot of mind chatter in his mind. And then he was able to, after, after two weeks, right? We were able to kind of clear that out. And then so now he's walking through, he's going through his day just kind of calm, relaxed, and centered.、Hmm. And so that's one of the things that we were doing. So now he's more present with his clients. But a funny thing happened along the way after two weeks of kind of, you know, just going through my protocol and, and fixing those things.、Mm-hmm. What, what happened after two weeks was this is a 63 year old guy. And so he was waking up in the middle of the night, you know, four or five times a night just to use the restroom. And so after just two weeks, now he's only, you know, he was messaging me and he's like, hey, you know, it's like, I'm not waking up anymore to use the restroom or I'm only using the restroom like maybe one time. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Something's happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so. That's so that's that, those are just a few examples of what's happening in my beta program right now that I'm doing, and so I'm, I'm doing that all for free right now. Where,、oh. where I'm doing that beta program for coaching, and、okay. so if people, if people want to sign up, they can just go to my website, and that's www.edaspainfree.com. So again, that's www.edaspainfree.com. And then, so if they just scroll down to the bottom, they can、um, enter their name and the email address.、Um, that way, they can schedule a free、uh, Zoom session. And the free Zoom session, usually the first sessions, you know, maybe about like 90 minutes or so, because, you know, that way we have to get to know each other. And I、uh-huh. have to know their background and stuff like that and their history, just to see if I can even help them. And then if, if I am able to help them, then, you know, then, then we'll work together in the beta program. Okay. And the,、uh, the entire beta program is free, or after the first consultation, will they need, is there a fee for like the second and third and so forth meeting? Good question. So right now it's entirely free. Because、oh. I'm in the early stages. So I w- it's going to include the first session, the first、uh, Zoom session, and then everything moving forward until they're better. Okay.、So、it doesn't matter if I'm on the phone every day or we're on Zoom calls every day. You know, it does not matter. It's just from beginning to end, however much support they need. And that's because I'm in the beta stages right now. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, you guys know where, where to reach,、uh, Edmund.、Um, I think this is beneficial for everyone to do that because I believe we all have stressors and we have no idea where they came from.、Um, I, as you were speaking, I was thinking about cancer. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think that some cancers are derived by like an accumulation of stress? I would say that's, that's probably a fair assessment. Yeah. Hmm. That's、yeah, the, I mean, stressors cause a lot、right、of things. Yeah. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, stress can, you know, stress and emotion, like trapped emotions, they can have a, you know, enormous impact on somebody's health. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, just thinking of that how、um, most people,、um, before diagnosis, they, they had like a lot of 
like events happen prior to that and then they just got terminally ill you know so i don't know that just popped in my head that was random but <laughs> yeah anything else you'd want to share before we uh we log off um i'm just gonna say you know thank you know thank you for having me here as a guest on your show i appreciate it yes thank you for being a guest on the show um thank you for your perspective um this is pretty eye-opening and i i really feel like um people need to free themselves from whatever's holding them back and what's bounding them and most most times i think it's just the mind you know and a lot of crazy i don't know carnival type thoughts going on in the head and once you're free from that then you can truly be you know live your live who you're supposed to be and, and live out your purpose you know so so thank you for your perspective today thank you Yes. And um, thank you all for listening. And don't forget to be your own kind, be kind to each other, and don't forget to be kind to yourself. Bye.